Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Lethal Podcast. Um, in this episode, we are joined by our friends Rob and Rhonda, who we now refer to as the Nil Guy Slayers of South Texas. Uh, we've had Ron on the show before, he's a good friend of ours, and after talking to his wife at the show, uh, who is like the nicest lady on the face of the earth, by the way, uh, we knew we just had to get her on to talk about her experience with bow hunting, uh, and particularly with a lighter poundage and shorter draw length than most people. Uh, and to call her a successful bow hunter would be a heck of an understatement. She is extremely talented, as you're going to find out shortly, pulling off shots on animals that most guys can't can't do successfully. Uh, so we're really excited for you to, to hear what she has to say about that. Um, as always, if you like the content, if you could drop us a quick review on iTunes or wherever you may be listening, that would be great. We appreciate it very much. If you're into social media, you can check us out there as well. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, we've got all that, so go check us out over there. So without further delay, enjoy our episode with Rob and Rhonda, the Nilgai Slayers of South Texas. And here we are. Uh, so we are hanging out with the uh, Nil Guy Slayers of Texas, uh, <laughs> uh, Rob and Rhonda. Uh, Rob, you've been on before. Um, yes, sir. Of, uh, uh, very, uh, uh, very excited to have you here in the Grizzly Stick booth. And uh, and then we have the real hunter, uh, Rhonda. Uh, Rhonda is, uh, uh, and from what I'm hearing, a very accomplished uh, Nil Guy uh, Slayer. And we wanted to chat with her a little bit about her experiences with that. Uh, so I really appreciate you hanging out with us and well, chatting. Sure. Uh, so um, how? So I know we, we talked briefly earlier. You, you didn't really come from a hunting family, right? You, no. When you when you married Rob is kind of when you got into it. That's right. He yeah. he he was hunting from the moment I met him, and then I decided I would join in. Yeah. Have a good time. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Rob had uh, told me that you guys were really into nil guy hunting, uh, and that and that you've you've both killed a, a, a sounds like a couple. Uh, um, so you, uh, I, I distinctly remember Rob the story that you told where you went on a trip with Rhonda. And I don't know if it, I think it was a friend of yours or another guy that was just there. Yep, no, he's and, a good friend of ours, and okay. still is. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and he went with us. He he's gone with us quite a bit as well. Yeah. Gotcha. And uh, he, the gentleman that went with you, had a uh, less than stellar experience. Correct. And uh, Rhonda had a great experience with hers. Right. It was uh, my um, first night out, and the first time I'd ever gone down there to shoot the Neil guy, and. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what what happened? So you, you came in with some with some good good tackle that Rob Rob helped you put together. Uh, good arrow setup. Yes, and uh, I had shot maybe you, a deer before you had shot that. White, you shot several whitetails, uh-huh. javelinas, uh, things think, like that. Yes. And uh, easier easier to take out animals, and uh, then the Neil guy was your first really huge challenge. Right, and, right, and uh, Rob had been telling me how difficult it was, but you know he's a really good teacher, and you know knew the right setup for me. Yeah, hey, having a having a good educator is uh, is is half the battle. Oh it's, yeah, it's uh, it's really helpful. It's it's good to have people there to to guide you in the right direction. And what's what's interesting is uh, guys can uh, the, the males can get away with a a bit more you know of 
uh, lackadaisical kind of arrow setups. But gir- girls don't really have an option because you have a limited amount of energy. So uh, do, do you remember the, like, the specs on your bow on, like, on that particular hunt? I'm, like, usually I shoot around 40 pounds. Correct. I, or pull 40 pounds. About, right. Around 38 to 40. Yeah. Okay. Correct. That's and, and that's probably about where I was at yeah. that time. I was yeah. pulling about 40 I know you pounds. brought an arrow that was probably, it was around 450 grains or so. Yeah, 450 uh, grains, and, uh, 23% FOC. Okay. Uh, two blade, uh, silver flame. Okay. Uh, double bevel yep, okay. blade. Okay. And uh, and, uh, and you, sounds like you didn't have much of a problem with this uh, nil guy. And nil guy, for, the, for those who may be listening and don't know, how, what's an average no guy weigh? Six hundred pounds? Uh, five to six hundred. Five to six hundred. Like a, they're they're almost the size of an elk. Yeah, they're one. about the same size of an they're elk. Very yeah. big body. So they're they're yeah. they're big, hard bone animals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hard and, bone. And it sounds like you had a, a really good experience with that. Thick skin too. Very thick skinned And a lot of guys uh, that gun hunt these use a three seventy five H and H Magnum, wow. so they can drop them. So they're known to take uh, absorb thirty out sixes, three hundred wind mags, three thirty eights, and get up and run. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're they're very strong, tough yeah. animals. And uh, so when but, you when you shot that thing, what what happened? It, the he was um, about seventeen yards, and I was up in a tree stand, and he walked in. I could see him coming in from you know maybe fifty yards, something coming in. So I was watching him. And he came over to a bush and was nibbling on this bush that was, like I said, about 17 yards. And he was quartering to me. Yes. Right. A quartering two shot. Yes. Wow. He was quartering to me. And I didn't really realize until after that was maybe not the best shot. Well, well, I mean, but But, you had the equipment to do it. Yeah. Yeah, And and you had the practice. Obviously, uh, Rob was saying that you're you're accurate out to 40 yards. Right. Exactly. That's great. I practiced out to 40 yards. Anyway, so he came in, and when he made that turn, the quartering to me, I thought that, that was perfect for me. I thought it was anyway. <laughs> and I just pulled back and went right behind the – well, right up the leg and then, you know, kind of behind the shoulder. You were in that yeah. V. You were perfect. Yes, and that's kind of where Rob always, you know, told me to shoot it. Yeah. And uh, then it, it went all the way through. I saw the arrow go all, all the, way the way through. through? Uh-huh. On a quartering two shot? Uh-huh. My went all the God. way through. And then I, Rob always, you know, says, uh, you know, after you shoot, then watch where it goes mm-hmm. so you can know. And so mm-hmm. I followed it. It ran around the tree and ran back up behind me and up this hill. And I saw the arrow fall. So I, I, I knew I'd shot it and I knew it went through. And as he came by, I saw a little blood spot, you right. know, right yep. where I'd hit. Right. Yep. And uh, then I called Rob on the phone and he was asking me all these questions about it. <laughs> so... You know, then he came, he was actually on another tree stand and came, hiked in to yeah. where I was. Okay. Maybe, I yeah. don't know, half a mile or yeah. something. I was, I was over a mile, about a mile away, and then I hiked down to where she was. Because when it gets dark in that South Texas brush, everything looks alike. Oh, yeah. 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 And then you're in the, you, we were in oak mots, but it's sandy soil, and it's hard tracking at nighttime. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I wanted to see what we had, and uh, she couldn't reach the guide on the radio, so... I went down there, and she basically told me everything she just told y'all. I uh, get on the trail. I start going up. I get up on top of the hill where it disappeared, and I look over the hill, and then there's, I see four legs of this monster bull up sticking up in the air. And yeah. I'm Perfect. Like, and I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, but yeah, it was it was very exciting, uh, and uh, it was a huge bull. I think uh, 
and I don't know, I hadn't looked at the record book, but I did enter it in the SEI record book. It was like number six uh, in the archery record book. Oh, my Jeez. goodness gracious. So it was a huge... Not a bad way to start. It was yeah. beginner's no. luck, yes, no. for sure, for sure. No, and uh, but uh, she did get a, achieve a full pass-through, and, yeah. uh, and you know, shooting 38, 40-pound range, and uh, then... Our friend, uh, and I've mentioned this to you before, he had an uh, inferior arrow broadhead system. Uh, he came down light and fast, uh, pulling, he was pulling a 70-pound bow, exact same make and model mm-hmm. that Rhonda was shooting. Uh-huh. And uh, but he had a, actually his was at 16 yards. I remember it was one yard closer than yours. And he told me, he said, Rob, I shot this Neil guy, and I was, he was coming to the crossing, and the arrow basically it hit the Neil guy right in the shoulder and then it was coming straight back at me and uh <laughs> and obviously he lost that Neil guy yeah. and uh, but he was shooting a punch through design head with yep. a super little light uh, eastern acc shaft behind it and trying to punch through that thick hide on that shoulder yep. and uh, he might have hit bone as well i don't we'll never know uh, but it basically the shaft blunderbust around the insert and all his structural lost his structural integrity and uh, yeah. all penetration stopped. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that animal ran off. Yeah. And uh, stuff breaks, it won't go any further. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's what happened on that hunt, and that was really. Uh, he was like, oh, Rhonda was so lucky to do that kill, and, and that was our first kill, but then she goes back and does it again, and then goes back and does it again, and again, and again. So, it's uh, so it's, it's pretty funny. It's definitely yeah. proven itself. Yeah, it's, it's definitely yeah. proven itself. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I, I, I think that's, uh, it's a testament to, I think, I think you, I mean, 26, well, I'm sorry. You say it was cut to 26 and a half, right? The arrow, yeah, like I think. Yeah, 26 okay. and a half inches. So, uh, but, I mean, you were getting basically – so Grizzly Stick basically gives you an extra, like, 3 to 5% in front of center Digital right off the bat. Joe Van Hoy, will you please come to the main entrance? Joe Van Hoy, please come to the main entrance immediately. I'm just going to leave that in. I'm just going <laughs> to leave it in. Oh, that's fine. Uh, so, Joe, if you're listening to this, I hope you're happy. Uh, um, but it gives you that extra three to five percent right off the bat because it's tapered, yep. and I think that was probably a really big uh, deal with when, especially I didn't even know you shot a quartering too. That's incredible. That's a good shot, by the way. I, the funny thing was, I thought we had you know talked about it. It could be turned, but I didn't realize it had really should have been turned the other way. You know, quartering yeah. away would have been mm-hmm. the yeah. better. Honestly, it petrified me when I found out it was a quarter and two. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. But then, you know, we look at it to full pass through. I'm like, you know, I mean, good, you know, three feet plus of penetration yeah, yeah. on, mm-hmm. on, the, on well, that quarter and shot. Well, with a quarter and two shot, especially if, when you hit hard bone like that, like I'm sure she did with going through that front shoulder, uh, you uh, impact paradox is a really big deal at that point. Uh, and how much that arrow is going to bend when it, when it hits the animal. And because you had a high front of center uh, that was from this tapered shaft and you had it a little bit shorter than what a lot of people shoot, uh, your shaft didn't bend a ton. It didn't have to lose a ton of energy to break through that front bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and uh, you know, it's helpful to have a razor sharp silver front, silver flame on the front of it. it. Obviously did its job, too. So you probably got three to four feet of penetration on that, I would guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it, it basically went in perfectly right here on the entrance shoulder. But then basically went out on the uh, back rib. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so. at least three, four feet. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. 
And you've had, this has been repeated on multiple animals since. Yeah. This isn't just like a one-off story. Yeah. No, no, I've done that. I've shot... Neil guy, sable, water buck, right. warthogs. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. Multiple um, Neil guy. All tough animals. Not, yeah. not the easiest to kill, especially the you know, African game vitals are pushed further forward. It's tougher yeah. for people to get through that than, than a lot of people understand and anticipate. So right, right, that's, right. That's awesome. Word. Um, Warthog. Well, is, uh, I, I wanted to sit down with you because it's, it's always, you know, we, we, we talk to tons of guys that, you know, walk up, you know, shooting 80-pound bow and, you know, th- 350 IBO speed and you know all this that and the other but it's it's really I I think the stories are the coolest when it comes from setups on the opposite end of the spectrum oh uh, yeah and and young you know young adults and 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 women that that don't you know that don't shoot you know over 50 pounds or, you know stuff like that I think mm-hmm. it's just a testament to the equipment it's a testament to the science uh and and it works it well works. and that's for someone that is I mean even like you know someone that a guy that has short draw or younger person or the majority of women, lower pounded, shorter draws, it can definitely be intimidating when you see, you know, guys that are shooting 60, 70 pounds and they're having penetration issues. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're going, man, like, do I even want to try this? Yeah. If if it's just going to fail. Yep. Yeah. So when you see these success stories, it, it's so empowering yeah because it it's proving out what we talk about and and it it takes away that that force factor mm-hmm. that a lot of people will go oh well you know you were shooting this draw weight or whatever like it wasn't the arrow it is because right. you're shooting a 70 pound bow right and with stories like this it's plain and simple yeah having the correct build can get the job done yeah. And uh, that's just amazing. Yeah, yeah and, absolutely. And talking about poundage, it's kind of interesting, and I need to do further testing. We probably will under the foundation. I uh, I, I shot a, a nine over a nine hundred grain arrow off a seventy pound bow, and then I was like, well, I'm gonna shoot it off an eighty pound bow just to see how much faster ten more pounds gets me, and I got a whopping three feet per second faster. <laughs> But I was pulling 10 pounds heavier. And I'm like, is that three feet per second really worth 10 pounds on my shoulders? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's really, it's probably a big, you know, you'd think it would be more. Right. It's not what you think. 10 more pounds. It's not what you think. think. Mm -hmm. So, but, uh, but that was just, that was just one little backyard experiment that I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just, it was not. Well, I think that just goes to show that, I mean, you know, guys, yeah, that there have been. My dad had just had a shoulder surgery. If he ever shoots a bow again, it'll probably be a fifty-pound bow. It'll probably be right around there. Yeah. And I think it's it's awesome that we're moving into a time where equipment is available, where people that have you know forty and fifty-pound draw weights, like the the world is their oyster. You can go, oh, yeah. you can hunt whatever you want with that kind yeah. of draw weight, and you can do it you know accurately and precisely. So yeah. Yep, and then uh, I guess laws of physics. I mean, the faster the object, the greater the resistance. Yeah, so, definitely uh, that, plays a part. That's yep. gonna that's gonna come into play as well. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, physics always comes into play. It, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. Physics doesn't care. It yeah. is it is yeah. the law. Yeah, the laws. The law. Yeah, I don't think the laws of physics have changed much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not 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 that I know of. I mean, yeah. maybe someone can let us know. So, what's yeah. next for you? What do you what what's what's next up on the docket? What do you want to hunt next? 
Well, we're we're looking for something to do this spring. We usually do our Neil Gut Hunt, but we've decided to mm-hmm. do something different. So we're maybe thinking about Axis. I don't have an mm-hmm. Axis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted a black buck. Mm. Okay. I haven't gotten one of those. Tried several times, just not the right. Yeah. You know, not the right shot for me. So something like that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yep. It'll be a good time. Well, after you get both of those, you're going to have to come back on again, okay? okay. Tell us about it. Talk about your experience. Uh, cool. We'll do anything that. else? Anything else you guys want to touch on? No, sir. I can't think of anything else. Cool. Well, I, appreci- I appreciate you guys coming on, putting sure. on the headset, and uh, no. chatting with us for a minute. We appreciate you having us on. Yeah, yes, of course. Of course. Always, cool. in, always a pleasure. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. We'll talk soon. Thanks. Alrighty. Thank you, sir.